I'd just like to take a few moments to briefly look at our scripture readings this morning. We're told in our Old Testament reading that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. And we're told a few verses below, take care that you not forget. We're remembering the hidden hand of God guiding the Israelites, saving them, redeeming them. That word redeeming, redemption, how significant that is for remembering and being people who give thanks and people who believe, redeemed, revalued. Oh, if we only knew how valued we were or we are, how that would impact our lives. How that would keep us from those words for which Jesus says in our gospel reading. Do not be anxious. If you're like me, this text is a bit troubling. Because on one hand, we say we believe in the providence of God and we certainly see this doctrine before us. In Christ's first recorded sermon, he is speaking of the providence of God here. How God provides and He is providing for their needs. In the Old Testament reading, we certainly hear of God's provision. And we say that we believe this. But so often our hearts are filled with anxiety and worry. How can it be that we are such worry wars? Well, Jesus reveals it's because we are preoccupied with materialism. Jesus contrasts those who are faithful, those who are followers of Christ, with those of the world, with the pagans, the Gentiles, those who are anxious, and those who are faithful, believing. You see, there is a sin that seems to haunt us Because we treasure things here on earth. We seek to treasure two masters. And this is what Jesus had previously said in the previous passage of this reading. Man cannot serve two masters, he says. Treasure not things here on earth, but treasure things in heaven. And then he comes to this passage That we see before our eyes. And his first word he says. Therefore. Consequently. Here is the result. Do not be anxious. You can't serve two masters. You can only serve one. And when you serve that one master. For which. Gives us the manna from heaven. Then we will not be filled with. The anxieties. Of this world. But we will be filled with hope. In fact, he will redeem the material things. He will order them rightly in our lives. Therefore, do not be anxious about your life, he says. Do not be anxious about your life. And what you will eat and what you will drink. 
or what you will wear. He says, is not life more than food and clothes? He says, look at the birds. He looks at nature to make his point. He says, they neither sow nor reap or gather into barns. They're not like people who are plowing fields and planting in accordance with the seasons to plant seeds and to reap a harvest and to store these things in the barn. No, they know their heavenly father. They just simply go and get what the Lord provides. He says that the heavenly father feeds them. There's something that we can learn from these birds of the air who simply receive what the heavenly father provides. You see, they're not consumed with the materialism. They are just receiving what their heavenly father provides. Then Jesus says, are not you more valuable than these? God became flesh, but he did not become a bird. He became a human. We have his image in our hearts. He became one of us. But he was perfect. And we should remember this. That we are more valuable than these. How much more will he provide for our needs? And then he goes on to say how futile and how foolish it is practically to be a worry wart. It doesn't add a single hour to the span of our life. Why are you anxious about such trivial and trite things like clothing? That's not what really you want. That's not really the desire of your heart. That is sin. It's misguided. It's missing the mark. What you really want is your heavenly father. What you really want is to know that you are deeply and abundantly valued. And then he looks at the nature once again. He said, look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They neither toil or spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed as one of these. Solomon built the temple. And I imagine that Jesus was looking at this temple, perhaps in the distance. Acknowledging the amount of work that went in to build such a glorious spectacle. And now he's saying that these beautiful lilies of the field that grow, they don't spin and toil. They're not consumed with the work. They are simply recipients of the goodness of the Heavenly Father. And then he says this resounding word, oh, you of little faith. And so now we come to the point that the issue is, is that we just do not believe. If we believed, we would not be consumed with materialism. And materialism is not bad. Jesus does not discredit the significance of the materialism, for he says. And your heavenly father knows that you need them all. And then a verse later, he says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. 
he acknowledges the significance of these material things. The key is this, is that we can't order those material things rightly unless we do the spiritual business of clinging to the reign and righteousness of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. All those material things will be properly ordered. ordered. God will provide all that you need. But seek first, first and foremost, the reign and the righteousness of Christ. Jesus is predicting His righteous reign. He says the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent and believe. Here he's providing his first recorded sermon. He's establishing his kingdom, the kingdom of God. He is beginning his reign. And he is looking forward to his righteous work. Yes, we must believe in that hidden hand of God. The reign and the righteousness of Christ. And by believing in that word. That God speaks and gives life. Then our hearts will not be filled with anxiety. Materialism will not cause us to become greedy. Materialism will not cause us to worry. No, we will be grateful and we will be worshipful. When we grasp the reign and the righteousness of Christ. He will set all things right. He will make our hearts glad. We will truly be able to give thanks. Amen. Amen.